Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting that Going In Raw content. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson, where you guys can watch this podcast as a live stream three days a week. That's right, the Raw, SmackDown Live, and NXT 205 Live recaps are all available as live streams if you get on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson to help support the show in a financial way. we got all sorts of great rewards. Yes. Um, we're also available at Pro Wrestling Tees. Hey. Hey. Hey, look at this hey. great shirt. Look at this great shirt. Hey. Look at my shirt. It's great. You're not me. You're not me. You're not me. Anyways, it's at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. <coughs> there you go. It's all the plugs. Oh, God. Wow. Wow. Oh, you're dying. Oh, that's way too loud. Excuse me. Anyways, how you doing today? Well, I think you know how I'm doing right now. Not very good. I'm all right. Yeah. I had a coughing fit for some reason. Look at Alex. Speaking of the Patreon chat, Alex C's in here whining already. I like the intro being shorter. You know what? I'm going to make it longer the now. Intro of the episode or the plugs? Uh, I'm assuming the intro to the episode. I agree with him. I think I like the intro shorter. Really? Yeah. Well, Let's get right to I'm going to make it longer. You're going to drive away viewers. J.S. Wooden's correct. We don't have any other superstars to do the bumpers with. One day we will, though. Yeah. Man. Anyways. Uh, so, last night, SmackDown, Smackdown Live. Live TV. Yeah. SmackDown Live TV. It was a fun show. Um... It started off about as cheesy as possible. Even I, that I enjoyed. I, I like when WWE gets super cheesy. Oh, it's too cheesy. Oh, it's great. You know why? You know why it was so bad? It reminded me of like... See, you, ne- you never had like a real job. That's not true. I did have a real job. No, not really though. Because you've never been... Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know what it reminded me of? And we only had to do a couple of them. All hands meetings. I've had to do those before. Yeah, I know, yeah but like, you know... It reminded me of, like, the last ones at Machinima. Like, we only went to, like, 
Uh, those ones, we yeah. only went to like a small yeah. handful of them. Yeah. I used to have them every week, I think. And I remember going to Walmart within the last six months, right? Walking through, and there was an all-hands meeting going down where everybody just looked like their souls had been crushed. Yeah. Because you're at Walmart, and you, some idiot's talking to you about, like, inventory or some crap. That's what it reminded It was so cheesy. But you know those people at, like, standard HR all-hands on-deck meetings? Yeah. The people... There's always one or two employees who are so up with the company, who are so like, yay, this company's awesome, and everybody else is like, screw this place, it sucks. I feel like everybody in the locker room there, except for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, were that people. Yeah. They're all like super into it. Even even like Baron Corbin. Yeah, he was super into it. He, he was, was super he into it. to beat up the Miz. Yeah. But then he didn't even comment, like Shane McMahon was like, Baron Corbin and the Miz, and the Sin Cara tonight. You're gonna to find out who goes on to face the Miz. Baron Corbin didn't even say, "Hey, after I beat Sin Cara." No, I mean it was funny. After Corbin dropped his promo, Sin Cara was clapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's what I pulled out was a little bit like that. That's made me laugh. Yeah, no, that was funny. It was, and I, I love that that everybody was speaking into a mic, yeah. even though you know, like the room looked like slightly bigger than this one. Right. There was no mics necessary. No, I know. I understand it was to get the audio to the audience to the, in to the, the arena. The cra- yeah, exactly. It just cracked me up. Yeah. It was so cheesy. But it was hilarious. I oh, loved it. here in chat, also Milk Queen notices Baron refusing to dance to the SmackDown Rock. That was the, one of the more fun parts, is sort of looking at everybody and seeing how they're reacting to, like, the super cheesy stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just, and Shane McMahon, like... I don't know. Would you want him as, like, your manager? No, not really. Not me neither. I feel like he tries to be, like, with the people, with, like, the employees, but he's not really. In like, the I'd have day. Daniel Bryan as my manager. Oh, I'd love him as my manager, especially after he advocated for uh, AJ yeah, that Styles. Was that, was, that was a great promo he dropped last night. But anyways, yeah, so that's how uh, that's how Ross started, is with the all-hands meeting where Shane McMahon was pumping up the troops. And he's, he, you know, was also saying, you know, we're expecting Team Raw to, to visit us tonight, so everybody be on high alert. By the end of the show, nobody was on high alert, Yeah, though. nobody was on high alert. Because, man. Maybe there was too much stuff going on during the course of the show that was exciting. It distracted mm-hmm. people from a, a, a probable, possible yeah. raw invasion. Yeah, it could be. Um, so, uh, we're back in the arena. Daniel Bryan comes down to the ring. Mm-hmm. Drops a promo. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, his attack at the hands of Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he introduces the new WWE champion, mm-hmm. AJ Styles. Yeah. And right as AJ is about to start, Daniel Bryan says, you know, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar is given uh, an advocate. I'm going to afford you the same opportunity tonight only. Mm-hmm. Will you, do you accept? And the crowd starts chanting, yes, and yes, yes. AJ did, yes. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan dropped a great promo. That, that, was, a, that was a extended. That was a better than freaking Paul Heyman promo. Yeah. Again, I think it's because we've just heard those Paul Heyman promos for so long. I know. They're kind of redundant. But uh, to see Daniel Bryan that fired up and that that on point and focused. He called Brock Lesnar a quitter. Yeah, I know. It was great. That was fantastic. He said he tapped out to a half-ass <laughs> knee, knee bar. Yeah, that was great. Um, he said he, when he you know couldn't stand being in the WWE any longer, he quit back then, you know, back in 2002 or 2003. Yeah. Um, so it was a fantastic promo, just a really, really good promo. Um, yeah, he concludes, AJ says, I'm not a puppet like Brock. Yeah, I don't know how I'm on the, the, the file either. Oh, my freaking notes, man. What's going um, on? Uh, AJ 
talked for a little bit. He said, yeah, he said, unlike Brock, I can talk. I'm not, not a just puppet. a puppet. Yeah. <coughs> It'll be interesting, interesting to see how they book this match. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, AJ said, yeah, I, I am the underdog in this match, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. He said, this isn't... This isn't a movie. This is an AJ Styles production. The both these guys, people he said love it. Rocky. Oh, Rocky, AJ, yeah. But it is movie. It's an AJ Styles production. Yeah, that's right. Both these people really loved AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Guess what? I love AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, too. Same here. I'm firmly on board with this, but I just... I, the outcome is inevitable. Like, we know what's going to happen. There's yeah, no way that... Jinder's going to interfere. AJ's going to lose. Yeah... I mean, honestly, even if gender doesn't interfere, oh, they're still going to lose. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. to me, that's not even that. That's a likely scenario, but I wouldn't give it past the seventy percent chance of that happening. I think that they want to book Brock as strong as possible, and what better way to do that than have him a clean, give him a clean victory over AJ Styles? I don't know. I kind of feel like that's going to be the case, or maybe you think they want to. They they they're looking to protect AJ a bit more than mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. But AJ can. I mean, just like against Finn, like he can eat oh, a pin. Oh, I know he can. He can eat a pin. He, well, it, it helps when he's given the opportunity to put on a good match. Mm-hmm. And that all depends on whether Brock's willing to do that or not. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it all depends on uh, if Brock likes you or not. Yeah, it seems that way. Anyways, I'm noteless. <laughs> uh, next, next up was oh, oh AJ's walking backstage, runs into Jinder. Mm-hmm. Jinder says, you know, once Brock is done can beating, you copy him, that and email it to me. I'll try so I can have some notes. Um. He says, once Brock is done beating you up, it'll, it'll be no problem at all for me to take that title away <laughs> from you. Somebody mentioned this here in chat. Sean Holver did. You notice the crowd could not get on the same page with the AJ Styles yeah, game. Yeah. AJ, 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 AJ. It was like they were chanting back and forth. AJ. Yeah, yeah. Different parts of the arena. Uh, so anyways, yeah, Jinder comes up to uh, AJ while he's roaming around backstage. And uh, he essentially says, well, we all thank you. We What we expected him to say, you know. <coughs> After Brock Lesnar is done ripping you limb from limb, you losing to Brock Lesnar will only be the beginning. <laughs> he said it was an awkward sentence. I think he lost his line. Uh, but he essentially said, I'm getting my title back, yep. AJ Styles. Yep. Um, so we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, next up, we had... Um, Sin Cara yeah. against Baron Corbin for the United States Championship. This is a fun match. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good match. It was a fun match. Uh, Corbin was able to keep up with uh, Sin Cara's pace. Mm-hmm. Um, got a deep six in, eventually won with the end of days. You have to appreciate uh, Baron Corbin sort of sticking to the whole I'm rubbing it in everybody's face thing when he came out. Um, but he kind of just repeated the same thing over and over again, which was, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. <coughs> I like that he, he... Only he had switched to nothing to me. I know. I like that perfect. he seemed to single out people along the ramp. They had, right. they had brought their own belts. Right, yeah. That ain't real. This is a real one. Yeah. It's mine. I'm U.S. Champion. I'm champ of U.S. I'm champion of us. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, Baron Corbin went over with the end of days. And Cara, like, basically... That's one of the fun things about the end of days is that somebody can just sort of fall into it. If their, iner- their, their inertia will carry them into the end of yeah, days. Yeah, that's nice. And that's fun. Um, so anyways, he went over. That was a foregone conclusion. We all thought that was going to happen. Um, but they booked Sin Cara kind of strong. Every, I mean, every... I'm going to say everybody, but the stronger guys kick out of the, the deep six, mm-hmm. you know, and he did. Yeah. So good yeah. for him. His familia should be proud of him, Larson. Yes. Next up, we had Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan backstage. Daniel Bryan, 
he had an HR issue to bring up with Shane. Yeah, he still has a problem with how uh, Shane has handled this entire uh, under siege business. Yeah, man. And says, you know, we got to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. So after Survivor Series, we're going to have a chat. Mm-hmm. And Shane says, well, let's, let's do it now. What's the issue? And Daniel Bryan pushed. He said, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. I, have word. I hate when things are left up in the air, man. Yeah. I can't stand that. tension, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like, just tell me now. Anxiety. Like, you do that sometimes with me. You're like, oh, we'll talk about it. No, I'm going to talk about it now. Well, I'm talking about it later. There's a time and place to talk about things. Sometimes that. Why are you texting me? You're texting me that you're going to talk to me when we get here. Just text me what you want to say. Have a conversation I have in person. Not I'm text. eager. I'm impatient. And I want to yeah, know now. I want to know now. You have to wait. Do it on my time. You're a real sack of rocks. You know that? I'm a, I'm a swell person. I'm a nice person. <laughs> Who told you that? People. Who said that? Nobody's ever actually said that. Yeah. People told well, me Larson, that. you're a nice guy. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know if anybody's ever called you nice yeah, before. Maybe people might think that. I don't <laughs> no, know if anybody's ever, ever said that I to you. At least twice in my life, this, you're a really nice guy. Really? I think one time it was my mother. Oh. I don't even think my mom's ever said that to me. Really? No, I don't think so. She, she knows I'm a sack of rocks, mm-hmm. too. You know? Anyways. Actually, it might have only been my mom that said that was nice. Yeah. So I don't know if that really counts. I, uh, one time at my old job at bank, I... <laughs> I uh, there was this uh, girl that worked there. She was super nice, really cool, and she's a single mom. She had like a couple kids, right? And I don't know where the dad was. He'd run off, really. <laughs> and uh, and you know, I I was at my old job at bank. Was kind of the same way I am on camera. You know, just kind of <laughs> kind of a prick, but I'm not like a bad guy. Uh, but what did I just spit on you? No, it's like something fell, like dust Weird. or something. Anyways, uh, it was a couple <laughs> days before Christmas. And on my lunch break, I went to Target real quick, and I dropped like forty bucks on you know some toys. You know, I mean, you can get a lot for forty bucks mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Brought them back, and I was like, hey, "Give these to your kids." You know, and she cried because I was so nice. That's good. That's my. That's, that's my. Nice have you ever definitely. done anything nice like that? Yeah, I'm sure. I no, have. you haven't. <laughs> I'm joking. You're a great guy. You know, I ordered your Christmas present hey, this morning. I'm. Oh really? I gotta yeah. do that. Hey, you know what, Larson? You're a really nice guy. Three times then. <laughs> I mean that. If nobody else has said that, if you're just lying about other no, people I, saying that. No, I have, for sure, at least my mom has one. I'm telling you right now, you're a really nice guy. Anyways. <laughs> uh, next up, Charlotte versus Natalia. Another Hell of a match. match. Yes, great match for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Any other show, it should have been main event, but obviously with the events. This is like of, a pay-per-view quality match. This is a really good match. This is good. Yeah. We kind of knew the, the outcome of this one, too. I, yeah. I wasn't 100% on it, but I was well, pretty sure. Well, Charlotte's hometown, so usually well, yeah. you lose when you wrestle in your hometown. Right, right. Um, crowd was obviously thoroughly behind her. She had total win face when she came out. Oh, yes. Natalia's a pro, though. These two have put on a million great matches, and this one was up there in quality with the other ones. Natalia ended up tapping out to the figure eight, but it was a great match. Went outside the ring, all sorts of yeah. great brawling and stuff. Did we see, I forget, did we see a moonsault in this? No. Good. Charlotte needs to chill out on those moonsaults. She was setting up. Scare the crap out of her. She was climbing up on the barricade, I think, and setting up for it. But mm-hmm. then uh, Natalia uh, stopped her, got you know, got her in powerbomb position, then powerbombed her into the ring post. Yeah. I think she uh, Charlotte was teasing mm-hmm. the moonsault, but we never saw it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyways. Good match. Uh, yeah. Charlotte gave an interview afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, saying you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs with her family. Um, more recently, her father's a uh, health scare. Yeah. He said he couldn't be here tonight, but I'm sure he's watching SmackDown like he always does on Tuesday nights. And so she yeah. starts walking up the ramp, 
and she's about two thirds of the way up, and Ric Flair's music hits, mm-hmm. Titan Tron hits. Mm-hmm. She acts bewildered, mm-hmm. turns around, Ric Flair walks out into the ramp. He starts bleeding everywhere. Well, she sprints to him. Yeah. Hug. Huge pop from the crowd yeah. over the blood, but yeah, he'll turn. She it was a very emotional big moment. Big boot to the face to Ric Flair. He starts bleeding more. Arn Anderson runs out. Bang! Spine buster on, on Charlotte. On Charlotte, right? <coughs> then uh, Ronda Rousey comes out of the crowd. Bang! Spine buster on Arn Anderson. Ooh, she's been learning. But that power bomb with Charlotte is that match WrestleMania, right? <laughs> right, exactly. None of that happened. Yeah, it was all good. No, it was a very, very touching moment. Yeah. Rick Flair looked great for what he went through. He looked good. Yeah. Looked really good. Looks like he's uh, been putting some weight back on. A little bit, yeah, because he looked bad there for a second. Yeah. But he looks better now. So good for him. Didn't bleed. No. Uh, we got another Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers. Brothers. Uh, they're having their debut match next week. Are you excited? No. 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 I mean, if it's going to get the fashion police more time on the air. Yeah. Maybe. If that's what they're going to Apparently in Europe during the tour, they wrestled a match uh, not using the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <coughs> I'm telling you, man. Once I debut them as true buds on Steve Books Raw, all bets are off, man. WWE creative is going to come knocking at my door. They're going to say, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. It's Paul. Who? Paul Levesque. I don't know who that is. The game Triple H. Oh, crap. Am I about to get pedigreed? No. I'm going to ask you to come right for us. I really I like it. funny you ask that. I find it funny that you, you had the dude Harper in a pothead gimmick. We're looking for edgier content like that. All right, cool, Paul. You're going to be waiting a while. Let me talk to Larson Larson about that. Vince is retired. So let me talk to Larson about that, see if he's on board. (laughs) He might be busy. Uh, So, yeah, Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, we got their promo debuting next week. Who are they going to fight first? Are they going to be a squash match against some jobbers? Probably. I hope so. That's the only way I'll be on board is if if they have, like, six weeks of squash matches against jobbers. Because I just like that. Yeah, well, those are I'm always I always enjoy those. Yeah. I like to see local. And I think it'd be talent. funny if 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 their paths never crossed with Fashion Police. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Next up, we got um, Chad Gable of American Alpha Two. Yes, versus Jimmy Uso of yes. Usos. Um, of course, Jay is kind of making sure his uh, his leg, I think, is okay. Yeah, knee, I think. Because he busted After up. After the uh, chop block from Chad Gable a couple weeks back. Yeah, apparently it was a shoot chop block. Seems like it. Uh, this was a good match, too. Yeah, no, it was a really good match. These Both these guys know how to wrestle. Yeah, Chad Gable is working over Jimmy's leg. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, he didn't realize that this was actually Jimmy, not Jay. Yeah. So there was no like, <laughs> you know, sustained injury from the week before. Uh, but at the end, he, just, he got distracted. Mm-hmm. He was trying to take uh, advantage of, of Jay's presence and injury on the outside. Didn't work. Got yeah. distracted. Ate a super kick and lost. Ooh, it was a beautiful super kick, too. It was. Yeah. So that was awesome. I love the use. Those are great. Oh, they're fantastic. Uh, next up, we had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens backstage talking about how they were uh, sent back home from the European tour. I didn't mention that at all. How uh, they feel like that was very unprofessional for them to be sent back and how they're in contact with Gabe Sapolsky from Ring of Honor. He doesn't work for Ring of Honor. He's anymore. not Ring of Honor. No. Runs Evolve. It's uh, Koff. Joe Koff. Joe Koff is top <laughs> guy at Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're talking to him right now. No, they're actually not. No. Uh, they were talking about uh, basically how they're kind of, Sami Zayn's kind of bummed out. They're uh, not part of Team SmackDown. Calm down there, Sasha. <laughs> yeah, they're not part of Team SmackDown. That's got to come into play at Survivor Series, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially after uh, what happened at the ma- during the main event during Raw Invasion. We're filming Countout today, right? Yes, our, predictions our predictions. Yes, right after Survivor Series. Correct. Are, your, are all your picks 
lockdown. No. No? I'm going to review the card before we shoot yeah. and lock them down. All right. I think my picks are locked down. Good for you. The Legend Brothers go over at they Survivor Series. Hmm? They have a match, man. thought they were taking on uh, the club. No. No? Mm-mm. Brand V brand? No. Yeah, whatever. Uh, let's see here. Then we had the main event, which was the New Day versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, this was great because it led to just a, a massacre at the hands of Team Raw. Yeah. So they were going at it, uh, New Day and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, New Day dropped a promo to kick things off. Uh, and then Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, their shield. Yeah. Roman. Their music hits. Yeah. <laughs> Mass, I no, I don't like though. Why they got the half and half raw and shield? It was terrible, man. Awful. It's so bad. Why do they do that? It's so ugly. Who everybody that's else, a good idea? everybody else has raw t-shirts on. Why do they have the half and half shirts? To to sell to, the shield merch. Understand? No, man. To advertise the bogo, buy one get one. Was that the deal going on? Oh, I don't know. I know they had something that was like buy one get a dollar off. Yeah, that's a deal. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, it was horribly ugly. Something tells me it was, Seth, it was Seth's idea, though. I just have a feeling it was Seth Rollins' idea. We should do one that's half and half. They're so ugly. No, they're great. Didn't someone <laughs> do a half and half shirt last year, too? I think it was Seth. I think, wasn't he wearing like a half him and half raw? I feel like Seth has done half and half stuff Maybe. before. I feel like he has. Um, anyways. Uh, they come down to the ring. They surround it. Uh, right as they're about to enter the ring, Owens and Zane roll out. They escape. That was great because yeah. it was great comedic you know timing. Was it was in tandem. Is while the shield was coming down and, and the New Day and Owens and, and Zane were standing there in the ring waiting for him, that Owens would have powerbombed somebody and got the win. Then I was out. hoping that would happen, that too. Would no, great. I know. I was hoping they were going to take advantage. I know. Um, but it was still, I think it was a very effective visual for all of them to be standing there. And then the two on the side is boom, and then roll yep. out. Yep. I thought it was an effective visual. So uh, they start brawling. Yeah. Shield and New Day. Usos come out to the ring. They mm-hmm. join the brawl. Yeah. The bar comes in through the crowd. C-bar. They join the brawl. Yeah. Cut to backstage, the, uh, pretty much the entire Raw Women's t- uh, Division, mm-hmm. um, the Survivor Series team, plus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that was cool. Invade the SmackDown Women's Locker Room. That was awesome. Lay out everybody. Beating up everybody. Yeah. And then Charlotte's surrounded by the Survivor Series team. She turns around and takes a stiff shot from Alexa Bliss. That was great. Knocked out. Yeah, that was awesome. Back to the ring area. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Titus O'Neil, and Apollo Crews. Run in through the crowd, yeah. into the ring, join yeah. the brawl. Uh, Shane McMahon leads the entire SmackDown locker room to the ring. He sprints down that ramp. Dude, I thought he was going to throw something out. I was legitimately concerned. I was like, you have to be careful. You're kind of old and you're going down like a downward, I know. you know. You lose your balance. Yeah. And this part was, this might be a favorite part of the whole thing. Kurt Angle comes out. Best. Braun's music hits. Braun kind of looks to Kurt. Kurt does this. Yeah. Just nods his head. Yeah. Braun just storms down the ring, lays oh, out the hype, bro. It was great. It was fantastic. He had, I think Zack Ryder with a with an elbow. He kind of looked down at him to make sure he was fine. I think as mm-hmm. he was walking away. Yeah, it looked stiff. Yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> um, and then uh, eventually, every all of the SmackDown roster is is dealt with. They're out of the equation. They're mm-hmm. all around ringside, beaten up. Mm-hmm. Shane's in the ring. The Shield kind of take him around the ring so everybody on the Raw roster, staying around, could get some shots in. Yeah, they hit him with a triple power bomb. 
Angle takes off his jacket. Yeah. Hits him with an angle slam. Crowd is marking out the whole oh, time, yeah. too. It's sort of like the brand loyalty thing, sort of, that I talked about, you know, like last week or whenever it was. Yeah. Kind of went out the window. At that point, oh, yeah. nobody really cared. Oh, <laughs> they just wanted to see yeah. 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 And then another triple powerbomb from the Shield. Yeah, Shane got messed up. Yeah, he did. It was really cool. And then the entire Raw roster walks back up on to the top of the ramp, stares down towards Shane. Looking good. Yeah, nice moment. Strong. It's in the thumbnail, right? Yeah, it is a thumbnail. Um, no, it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. It was definitely a great selling point for Survivor Series, a great go-home moment. I thought it made the uh, idea that Raw didn't retaliate immediately off the bat made this moment all the stronger. Yeah. That was great. <coughs> um, and if the algorithm holds, it guarantees SmackDown is going to win the... Uh, well, okay. The, uh, the the men's match, at least. The men's match. I think the women's match, the algorithm's not going to hold. The Raw women stood tall. I do think that the... The raw women are going to go over. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, we should take some questions now. We should. Because that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do after we do the recap. Mm, pretty much. Um, fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster in kayfabe. Who has the worst finisher to use in a shoot fight? <coughs> well, we've seen, we've seen, like, MMA... We've seen, like, what, the Boston Crab? We've seen that. We've seen some power bombs. We've seen suplexes. some power bombs, some suplexes, of course. So those are the best. Powerbomb might be the best. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if you don't tuck your chin, you're, oh, you're messed up. You're yeah. messed up, yeah. It'll be the worst. The worst? I mean, can you get... It's one of those where you, the, the other person has to do a lot. Like, are you really going to drop a stunner on somebody? Yeah, that wouldn't do anything. That's not going to do anything. I don't think that'd do anything. You An know? RKO wouldn't do anything. RKO's not going to do anything. You just, no. like, that's the easiest reversal in the world. Yeah. You literally just shove the guy like, what are you doing? Don't yeah. hug me. Yeah. Don't hug me. We're fighting. Shoot fighting. Yes. Right now. Um... I've actually seen shoot choke slams. Those are dope. Mm-hmm. Those are really cool, actually. Yeah, I think uh, the cutter. Yeah, the cutter might be it. I mean, you know, if you compare how strong it's booked in kayfabe, how weak it probably is out of kayfabe. Yeah, I mean, the leg drop. Are you really gonna, you know, oh, yeah. considering how strong that's booked? <laughs> you know, yeah. Can you get a rainmaker off on somebody? No, no. And if you could, it wouldn't be that destructive. Nobody's going to spin around. Wrist lock can't be easy to maintain. No. <laughs> Especially if you're going for multiple at once. You can't maintain wrist control. Oh, nobody's maintaining. In the octagon. Not for real, man. <laughs> Great discussion right there. Yeah, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. So you get here on going in around. Yeah, only the best discussion. <laughs> oh, Eddieist Jose Glorious Minivar. <laughs> Eddieist? Eddieist. The Eddieist of Minivars. What color would you guys change SmackDown to instead of blue? It's got to be blue. Yeah, it's it no, blue. I mean, what are you, the green? It's you got a blue. Christmas theme going on there for it's the blue. Survivor Series? No, no it's blue. blue. Uh, Michael Barry, why isn't the WWE doing a sing-off between Elias and Aiden English? Might be on the uh, kickoff show. You never know. That would be great. What, is a two-hour kickoff show? Yeah. So, Cruiserweight's going to be there, right? Yeah, it's the only match, I believe, announced so far for the kickoff. There's got to be some other I'm sure there'll be that they're going to do There's down the line. Okay, well, name, name, name like, well, like... I think that's a good idea. Sting off. Great. This, what else, though? Power rank that. What do you want to see? Uh, well, I said it already. Bludgeon Brothers versus the... Uh, well, the, the, the Bludgeon club. Brothers aren't making their debut to the SmackDown after. So oh, crap. Take them out of the equation. But you want Fashion Police to fight fashion on the other side. against... Yeah, the club's fine. Can be the club. Yeah. What if it was Titus Worldwide? Titus and uh, Apollo oh, Crews. They're yeah. a bit light, more lighthearted than the yeah. club. Yeah. I mean, the club does the nerd stuff, so maybe. I think they had, the club with a new T-shirt has like nerdometer. Yeah, it's kind of comedic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else do you, what should we have? 
Um, I mean, the women's Ty division. Dillinger against who? Oh, what lower mid-card guy that really isn't being used on Raw? Yeah. Ty Dillinger versus... Kurt Hawkins. Oh, well, that was an easy win for Ty. Yeah, there you go. that's why I booked it. All right, good job. Well done. Hooray for me. Everybody. Oh, who's Bray Wyatt going to fight? Uh, rematch against Jason Jordan loses again. No, that's the same brand. We need I know, I'm different. aware of that. We need somebody from a different brand. Luke Harper, if the Bludgeon Brothers aren't going to debut as a team, then how about well, Luke Harper? He's not going to. No, that's not going to happen, Steve. All right, fine. I'm going to the bottom. You can stay at the top. Nemo, Baron versus Miz, and the Usos versus the Bar. It's not often they do heel versus heel matches. Yeah. Well, I would say the Usos are heels. Uh, so rare, I can't think of any others. Has there ever been a heel versus heel match? I'm sure there has. I mean, there has to have been, right? Yeah. <coughs> I mean, when it was Braun Brock, that was before Braun's, you know, more or less official face for right, the TLC. Right, right, right. He was still more or less being booked as a heel. He's being booked as a heel, yeah. yeah. And Brock is kind of just exists above face and heel. He just he's just Brock. I'm sure there's... Same with Brock Joe. Yeah. I'm just, like, blanking right now. Like, I'm th- I'm trying to think, like, high-profile Yeah, me events, too. Me too. Know? When Hogan was NWO Hogan, did he find any heels? No, I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there have been plenty. I'm sure in New Japan there's been some uh, Bullet Club members taking on Suzuki Goon members. That would be heel mm-hmm. versus heel. Um, oh, okay. We haven't really talked about this. The Prince of Lazy style Quinn Fuller. With them not saying specifically that Natty will be taking Charlotte's spot on the women's team, um, what percent chance do you give that spot going to Paige? What percent? Ninety. I'm gonna say it's as low as fifty. I'm gonna say it's fifty-fifty. Natalia Paige. It could be either way. I could see them not wanting to put Paige on the losing team. Natalia just lost. She can eat losses all day long. Yeah. Um, CM Punk finds it insulting. You owe money to Minoru Suzuki and Ooh, Brock Lesnar. Bad idea. Both men have said. They will protect you once you pay them and kill you if you don't. Whoa. You only have enough money to pay back one of them. Who do you pay back and why? Brock Lesnar. Why? Because he said he's going to protect me and he could beat up Minoru Suzuki. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Sure I do. He's like twice the size. Doesn't matter. And like 10 years younger. Doesn't matter. I mean, I know Suzuki-gun has like an entire, you know, group I will say Brock for this reason. Uh, Minoru Suzuki lives in Japan. It's going to be harder for him to protect me in a different country. Yeah, plus Brock could beat up Minoru Suzuki. I'm not sure about that. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, oh, great question. Nightcrawler. <coughs> Power rank people in the WWE who were born to be a heel. And he even says the number one answer is Randy Orton. Yeah. That dude is supposed to be a heel yeah. through and through. Other people born to be a heel. Samoa Joe. He's best when he's a heel. Yeah, for sure. Samoa Joe. He was born to be a heel. Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I kind of feel like Roman Reigns was born to be a heel. That's why it's just not working. Could be. Yeah. I feel like Bray Wyatt was born to be a heel. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, you don't really want to see him clowning around with people, joking around. Brock, yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Can't tell me he wasn't born to be. Yeah, no. Tokyo Dome Hayes, when Triple H decides to retire, who does he, does he lose to in a WrestleMania match and which mania? Uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania 35. Wow, that that soon? Yeah. I'm going to say WrestleMania 40 to, uh, I don't know. Otis Dozovich. Yeah, there you go. He yeah. Otis. I really like Otis. I want him to retire me. <laughs> but it's like next year. Um, <coughs> oh, Chris Kimmel also had the same question about uh, Paige being the fifth member, the possibility. Stevie Bradley, does Daniel Bryan come out with AJ at Survivor Series? I'm going to say no. That'll no, water he down. says a one-time deal. Daryl, the Zach, Zach Parks also go had ahead. that same question. Oh, wow. So you can go ahead. Uh, the cat, Daryl Takahashi, power rank advocates better suited for AJ Styles, I guess, rather than Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was great. Daniel Bryan was like prime advocate right there. Yeah, I don't know who else could do a better Samoa job. Samoa Joe. Yeah, that'd be good. Samoa Joe. Bobby Roode. Bobby, there you go, Bobby Roode. Um, yeah, I thought this was going to happen too. James the Freak Phillips. Did Braun not power slamming Shane... Make him look mildly ineffectual in the invasion. Seems like he should have gotten a slam. I do feel like he should have got a slam. Yeah, I was expecting it <coughs> after, <coughs> after the angle slam. I was mm-hmm. fully expecting it. Yeah, no, I was really surprised he didn't get one in. Maybe they didn't want to make him seem immediately too dominant. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that Cena didn't. Sh- I mean, I was surprised, but also not surprised. <laughs> yeah, where was Cena, Cena and Randy Orton? Cena's Randy, Randy, Orton. Orton. Randy Orton could totally be available to take, you know. Yeah. You Cena, don't need to protect him that much. I'm sure Cena is off shooting a movie. I would understand why his his uh, presence wasn't mandatory. They should have put Cena up <laughs> in a pre-recorded tape thing on the Titantron yes. while it happened. Instead, he's all... You can't see me no. because I'm actually not in the arena. He just tonight. gives moral support to Team SmackDown. Oh, while they're getting beat down? Yeah, exactly. Come on, guys. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defend yourself. Hustle. Defend loyalty. Your honor. Respect. Find respect. Formal dinner. Wednesday nights. Yeah. Uh, A.O. Worm has a question. Will there be a Triple H versus Jason Jordan match before there is a Triple H versus Kurt Angle match. Good question. One at the Rumble, one at Mania, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I could see that. Yeah. Connor, say yeah, O'Farrell. Yeah. Hey, friendos, can you kayfabe power rank the 10 participants in the men's five-on-five match at Survivor Series? So there's 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Kayfabe, who is most powerful? Right now, it has to be Braun. Well, it's Braun for sure. I'm going to say Braun one. Okay. You got to put Cena two. Oh, yeah. Right Cena, now, I'm saying. Cena's right there. Braun 1, Cena 2. two. Yeah. Um, Hold on, i got to look at them. Would you put, where would you put uh, Finn versus where uh, Joe is? Who's, I, I, think, I think Joe is higher than Finn at yeah, this point. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm trying to find a picture of everybody. I'm trying. No, I know who's on the team. I'm just trying to work it all out. I like visuals. Shows. We put Triple H at four. Yeah, Triple H is high up there. Okay, here we go. Um, well, that doesn't help me. Yeah, scroll down. We'll be there. There you go. Right there. Right there. Okay, great. All right, here we go. We both agree that Shane's ten. It's like a tie between Shane and Bobby Roode. 
If he, if they booked right now, Shane versus Bobby Roode in a straight up one on one match, I would hope Bobby Roode would win, right? But it's not a lock, is it's it? Not a lock, but Bobby Roode wrestled more than like three matches the last three years, so he gets the edge at nine. <laughs> okay, okay, Bobby Roode's at nine. Oh, okay. So hold on a second. It's it's Braun, Cena, Cena. Orton, Orton, then Triple H, Triple H, Joe, Joe, Nakamura, Finn. It's Nakamura fan. Uh, Rude Shane. That everybody? Yeah. But you didn't put Angle in there. Crap. Um, Angle Angle's book strong. Yep. Angle's like six. Yeah. Angle is before bra, uh, before Joe. Okay. I'll put Angle before Joe. Okay. Maybe. <coughs> there you go. Done. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect power rankings. Next question. Um, oh, great. Let's see here. Oh, here's a good one. Suds, power rank. Who do you want as your dad? Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle, William Regal, Shane McMahon, or Triple H? William Regal. Regal number one. Oh, Regal number one. Hold on a second. Where's that question? What are my options? Suds. Suds. Daniel oh, Bryan. Oh, here we go. Okay. Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle, William Regal, Shane McMahon, and Triple H. Uh, it'd go William Regal, Daniel Bryan, um, Shane McMahon, Triple H, Kurt Angle. It would be Daniel Bryan, yeah. Triple H, yeah. uh, Shane McMahon, William Regal, Kurt Angle. Okay. I like that we both put Kurt Angle at number five. Wait a second. What? Who did you put at number four? William Regal. What? Yeah. Why? That's for, uh, there's three other people I'd rather have my father. He's the most sage person there is in the that. entire WWE. I understand that. You want somebody who's sage, who will bring you up proper like a gentleman, but also a tough fight. William Regal should be everybody's dad and the world would be great. See, I feel like Daniel Bryan could do all that too. You know the problem with Daniel Bryan though? He's going to go back into wrestling and then be like, Ugh. not a guarantee. You can have a bum brain. Uh... Dad, what what should I do? Why, Dad, why are you crapping your pants right now? Because uh, I've got because I decided to go back to Ring of Honor in New Japan. Because kind of I took a couple of knee triggers from uh, what's his face <laughs> from that Omega kid. Oh yeah, what's his face? Huh? <laughs> I took some knees to the head because I still want to wrestle. I still have a pipe dream about wrestling. Well, that's what he wants to do. You know, my brain it. shouldn't be able to take it anymore. What, are you kidding me? That's what he wants to do with his life. He He's not going to be changing your diaper. It. You're going to be changing his diaper. Well, I'm assuming at this point I'm already... Uh, you're potty trained? You're, you're potty trained? Yeah. You're good? Okay. Am I right now? Yeah. Are you? Sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I lost questions. There it is. Uh, Nicholas Combs, do you think there's a possibility of Survivor Series that Carmella cashes in successfully, not on Natalia, Charlotte now, but rather on Alexa Bliss and go to Raw? I think it would be a great swerve that no one would ever suspect. Thanks, guys. Mm. Wait, what? Well, if Paige comes back... Carmella cashes in at Survivor on, Series? On uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Paige returns to SmackDown. Okay, here's the, thing, here's the thing. That is one of those ideas that's so fantastic that they're never going to do. Yeah, it's probably never going to happen. So, I w- would I love to see that happen? Are you kidding me? Of course. It would be great. Put Carmella over there on Raw. Absolutely. Ooh, I'd love that. Is it going to happen? No. Not going to happen. Stay on SmackDown. Not going to happen. The glorious Steve Klein. Hey, friendos. Do you think this year's Survivor Series has the potential to be better than NXT TakeOver? Yeah. I like the card for TakeOver. Yeah. Um, but I think there's only only the their championship is being defended. 
the main men's championship, and then they're obviously filling the vacant women's one. Mm-hmm. The stakes don't seem as high as other I takeovers. agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, I, they takeovers always deliver in terms of in-ring action. Yeah. And this wouldn't be the first time that I, I walk into a takeover thinking, eh, not super excited about it. But they always deliver in the ring. But we're going to get the Velveteen. Yeah, team. that's going to be great. No, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's Survivor Series. Survivor Series is a blast, man. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh, JT Hosack. Is it just me? Or does Kurt Angle look like it hurts to stand straight and walk? He can't straighten his knees all the way. He's got to have some really bad knees. <laughs> well, he's got those moonsaults, man. You're landing on your knees. Yep. You know those moonsaults. Eesh. Um, another one from Eddie Jose. What are the chances the club help, helps out AJ Styles beat Brock? None. Yeah, no. Oh, wow. CM Punk finds an assaulting again. Would you rather get drunk with Kurt Angle or smoke weed with Daniel Bryan? You think Daniel Bryan smokes weed? No. Really? Yeah, he seems like a really clean guy. Yeah. You know? Um, the answer is... That might uh, make it more fun. The answer is smoke weed with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. For a couple reasons. Especially if, he does, if he's never done it before. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Getting drunk with Kurt Angle, you're just enabling him. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do that. Mm-mm. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, good question here. Uh, from Daryl Takahashi, did Braun sort of bury Shinsuke? Oh, he just threw him out of the ring. Nothing that SmackDown hasn't done already. He, like uh, uh, Shinsuke always looks so like out of place. Like he doesn't know what, to be, he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing because he's out of place. <laughs> like I never had to do anything this ridiculous in Japan. Here's my thing: if Randy Orton is too big to be there, so is Shinsuke. Yeah, I agree. That's the way it should be. Yeah, you know, but they don't treat him that way. No, I mean, I, I he he looked kind of out of place during the Under Siege bit. But at least there was some action going on, so yeah. you know it, it. It wasn't that obvious, but during that opening segment last night, where he's standing there just kind of looking uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it's still ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Karen, how are you coping with the release of James Ellsworth? Did a video about it. That's pretty much it. Um, bummer. It's a bummer. It's definitely a bummer. But that year in WWE is going to do wonders for his career. Should he return? To oh man, right? it's probably it's probably one of those things where it's like. Theoretically, it might be the best thing to yeah. happen to him. Yep. Because here's the thing, also, you know, he's like super professional. That's yeah. what we've always heard. Yeah. So he'll he might be back for like the rumble or silly little one-offs here and there. Yeah. Um. But more importantly, like you said, he can make a ton on the indie circuit, oh, yeah. like a ton. Yeah. So good for him, man. Open up that pro wrestling tea shop. Yep. Yeah, I think he already has one. Nice. Fashion Police Informant Gary James. There are five guys who feel screwed out of the Survivor Series spot. Owen, Zane, Rusev, Aiden English, and Jason Jordan. New cross-brand heel faction. Oh, I like that. That's a cool idea. That would be cool. What's Rusev going to do with Survivor Series? Anything? He's got to be in the pre-show. Yeah. In the pre-show. Him in English against somebody. The, against the club. Everybody against That's the club. That's a good matchup. Yeah. All right. You ready to do trivia? Oh, sure. It's time for Trivia. <coughs> Today we've got two topics, Attitude Era and Modern Era. You start. What are you going to start with? Modern Era. All right. All right, here we go. You okay. ready? Yep. Ready for this? I feel like we've already done all these cards. I'm going to get a new game. Yeah, it'd be a good idea. Can it be like early history? Yeah, I'm going to try to do something that says wrestling trivia. Not just yeah. Trivia. Right, 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 right. Here we go. Okay. Big events. Uh-huh. 
what WWE superstar fought three legends: Jimmy Snuka, Ricky Steamboat, and Roddy Piper in a handicap oh, match? Chris Jericho. Yep. What former WWE champion? Wait, what topic is this? Big events. Okay. Same as yours. What former WWE champion is often credited with the idea behind WWE's annual tribute to the Troop Show? Uh, JBL. Yeah. Championships. Championships. Who defeated John Cena in a Hell in a Cell match in October 2009 to become WWE champion a fifth time? 2009? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Randy Orton. Uh, Very good. I probably would have said Edge. Championships. Who won the ECW championship in the Extreme Elimination Chamber match at 2006, December to Dismember? Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Superstar Bio. What WWE superstar was known to spit in the face of oh. people who don't want to be cool? Carlito. Very good. Superstar Bio. Uh, oh. Who did Paul Heyman draft from SmackDown for the nor- newly formed ECW brand in May 2006? Mm. I think CM Punk. Kurt Angle. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Big events. After losing to him, did CM Punk debut in ECW? I mean, he debuted in ECW. Oh, yeah. Okay. After losing to him twice before, who at WrestleMania 19 finally defeated Stone Cold Steve? Oh, that's The Rock. Yeah, very good. Big events. Big events. What superstar returned to WWE at Survivor Series 2002 attacking both Matt Hardy and Christopher Nowinski? It went? 2002? Yes. Who returned in 2002? Yes. For some reason, my mind just said Hulk Hogan, brother. Well, that didn't happen. Who returned in 2002? Yes. I don't know. RVD? Scott Steiner. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Jesus. What the hell? Who, what WWE champion had a customized smoking skull championship? Oh, that was Stone Cold. At 1999 Royal Rumble, who did The Rock defeat in a quit match to win the WWE championship for a second time? Mankind. Yes. Superstar Bio. Superstar Bio. Triple H ruined what superstar's wedding with Stephanie McMahon? Test. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Six. I mean, these are really easy. What superstar and former WCW champion went by the nickname Big Papa? Southliner. Um, what did you get, four? I got four. I think I got four. Four or three. Hooray for me. Good job. Another solid outing. Hey, well done. You're a nice guy. Oh, thank you. You're a really nice guy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My mother tells me that. Really? Don Marie and Taz. One from last week, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, keep, I keep all the cards. Oh, this one's autographed. I can't keep that one. Building up quite the collection there. Yeah, I keep them all in my computer bag. I don't, man. I just they're just thrown about. Yeah. So there's no way keeping track how many you actually have. Huh? Right. But I know I'm winning. No. Yeah. No. Oh, for sure. No way. Absolutely. Totally winning. Winning at this, and I already won it at Kayfabe Corner. No. Our grand finale. I won at that too. No, we have. But you know what? You're a nice guy. <laughs> so you got that, that going for you. But nice guys finish last. Not so. always. I'm gonna finish first this year. Prove that uh, that theory wrong. Probably not. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thank you very much. Where's my music button? Out music. 
There we go. Yeah, you got some music going on there. Anyway, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.